Hello and welcome to a brand new edition of the podcast. My name is Juan, here as always with Mark and Kevin, uh, my trusted and loyal allies, and we certainly do like movies. Um, That's why we're gathered here today. Um, to discuss um, the latest uh, film that we have uh, set our eyes upon. It is my choice. Um, It is called Mindhorn. Um, It is available on Netflix, and it is a film directed by Sean Foley and starring Julian Barrett, as the titular character, Mindhorn, who is a uh, a character um, played by the actor in the film, um, Richard Thorncroft. This was his famous character um, of a British uh, cop drama a la um, Tom Selleck. Um, in the 80s with the mustache and everything. Um, but now it's it's present time. I think the series got canceled after about three seasons. Um, and uh, Richard Thorncroft, uh, his acting career has not fared very well after this. Um, then um, in, in, a, in a twist of fate, um, he uh, gets a call. Uh, where his agent gets a call um, because there is a um, a serial killer um, on the loose, and um, one of his uh, demands is to speak with the character that he thinks is real, which is Mindhorn, who the actor Richard Thorncroft played. So since he's got nothing better to do, he goes uh, to that place, which is the Isle of Man in. Um, in England, and uh, he works with the police to basically try to catch this killer um, while kind of playing the, the fake version of himself from the TV series. And um, well, um, the action uh, goes off from there. Um, so, yeah, who wants to go first? Oh, it's your uh, pig, bud. So yeah, that's you. on you. Uh, I I was tired of talking. Okay. <laughs> well, feel free and say pass. I mean, I, I, I thought you were gonna segue. Like... I thought you were gonna segue right into your thing. I'm like, all right. Yeah, you, you did. I did. Forgot. Mark did pass on that one time. No, no, I'll do it. Um, so I did mention to you guys that I had to watch this one twice. The first time, I was just really tired and fell asleep mm-hmm. a few times, um, and I really like. It really wasn't – I wasn't enjoying it too much. That was probably part of it. But part of it, too, was because I was tired. But the second the second time around, I was a lot, you know, fresher. There was a lot more pep in my step. Uh-huh. And I enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was, it was funny. Um, the characters were charming. There's, um, you know, there's a lot of dry kind of wit. Um, and humor in it, which I which I like. You guys already know my affinity for the Brits, uh, so that was right up my alley. But um, and and I just thought 
I'll, I'll share later, like the point where I really thought the movie kind of jumped up a notch even. Um, so yeah, overall it, it wasn't necessarily like, uh, you know, rolling on the floor, you know, laughing, but it definitely had good moments. It, it's definitely humorous. Definitely made me chuckle a lot. Some great cameos, um, very, uh, comedically low budget uh in some parts and um yeah i thought the story was simple but but enough to kind of carry the characters along which again i i really liked and particularly uh mindhorn uh or richard thorncroft and then um my mvp of this film was clive Clive. Uh, <laughs> Clive was amazing. We'll talk more about him. But yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I liked it. I, I, and I thought, perfect, at an hour and a half, it's right where a solid comedy needs to be. Hmm. Okay. I, uh, I go next? Or you want to go, Mark? Oh, go for it. Go for it. Okay. <laughs> um, all right, wait, Juan, when you first picked this movie, I didn't know what to think because I literally have never heard of this movie in my life. Um, <laughs> but like I did, I was like, what in God's name did he pick? Um, this movie was such a great ode to old 80s TV shows. It had like this nice whims- whimsical charm running underneath this rather basic plot. But even the fact that the plot was rather basic had a certain charm to it. And I will, I will say this, the Gringa payoff was both the most ludicrous and entertaining bit of cinema I have seen in a while. Jenga. It's Jenga. Oh, Jenga. I, oh, I put Jenga. It's with a G. Yeah. I yeah. Really spell it. Jenga. <laughs> what are you, you going to attack me with some blocks? They stack. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, but yeah, but like, I, I, I love this movie. Um, You Can't Handcuff the Wind for his title for a song. Um. <laughs> And I thought Julian Barrett, I think of his name, yeah. played Richard uh, Thorncroft, Chef's Kiss. Um, yeah. I also have Clive. Phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. <laughs> like, and I, and I dug it the little, at first I thought it was going to have this Galaxy Quest type of vibe to it. And then all of a sudden it just branched out and had its own thing going. And yeah. And there we go. That's what I thought. So, uh, Marcus. All right. Um, I I will say. Uh, director Sean Foley, I am thrilled to hear that he has retired from directing and he will never spit in our faces and make a mo- another movie like this. Uh, Minehorn was terrible. Um, my actually favorite character was Jeffrey uh, and just watching him go into the black hole that he went down <laughs> through. Um, but other than that, it was a like just... Th- it was the laziest written comedy movie. I've there was nothing original. I've seen it all before, but like I, there was no like Julian Barrett. He didn't do anything that made me go, "Oh man, I'm gonna remember Richard Thorncraft and Minehorn." No, I I no. Clive was funny. Yes, I, I got some you know kind of half smiles from him. Um, but I just I I really felt like the movie was a big fat stinker wow <laughs> that's all i can say wow um well i guess let me share some of the things that i loved about it um yeah i thought Minehorn was great just even as a character um i there was something about him that i found really charming which was he did like carry this 
he carried this sense of like positivity, you know, where like even though for the you know, he does kind of have a breakdown and and a realization, right? When of, you know, just that um he's been he's he made some bad decisions. Um but he still kind of had this positivity throughout, you know, even though he doesn't really want to go back to this island and do this thing, he like he does it, you know, and he's like, I'm gonna give it my best shot, you know, and um so I thought that was really charming. Um and then there was just some some th- things, you know, like the I loved his um his uh little slogan in, in the character, which was it's truth time. Um that was awesome. And but then what killed me, dude, was the shoes. <laughs> Every time <laughs> shoes are going on. And then shoes, <laughs> and then he says, I, "I mean, I thought it was actually good writing because you, you know, you had to pick up on it because he says, like, you know, it's like a piece of clothing that kind of like makes the character or something that you, uh, and that you hang on to." And then I realized that for him, it was his shoes. And then, shoes come on, clothes. bro, you didn't, you didn't like that uh, that audition when he was the Jamaican guy. <laughs> he no. was in, he was in UGG. Uggs the first time and then he's like I'd like to try it again in a brogue um, Kenneth Branagh was awesome oh. yeah <laughs> he was hilarious he got some smiles out of me <laughs> I went bald too yeah but we're not talking to you oh okay no problem <laughs> and he was like um, praising him in that fantasy yeah, um, yeah. Uh, oh footwear can, footwear can define a character is what he said actually because I wrote that down oh okay there you go and uh, then, that makes more sense dude Clive was just brilliant, man. Almost everything, everything that he said. But where where I really felt like this movie went from it really jumped a notch was when the the Kestrel, who's the serial killer, um, or yeah, he when he dresses him up um, in the costume like to make him look like his young. <laughs> his younger self with that like styrofoam wig and <laughs> dude and then the rest of the movie he's in that costume because he was glued to it like it was amazing that that like took it to a whole nother level just seeing the rest of the movie with him in that costume was brilliant i don't know why but it annoyed me that he was in that costume <laughs> i'm like all i heard was the tape and i'm like yo why is he still in the goddamn costume like <laughs> I don't understand why, why. Why is he in the costume to begin with? Why, bro? I did not like. I did not like Richard Thorncraft. I did not like Mindhorn the character, and neither one of them. They they were not likable in any way to me. I just was annoyed by everything he was saying or doing. Like I think there was this was too much of dumb, like really dumb luck. And I I don't like like I don't like dumb. I don't like dumb, you know. That's and, we've we've arrived at our problem here. And you know, I and the fact that he is like so into himself that he's still just going down this path of just doing dumb things, it's just dumb. And like it there there was nothing there I really didn't find anything likable about him. That's um wow, that's awesome. That I'm so completely on the other side. Well, I find I mean yeah, I, 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 let's 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 back up there first, and to this to the statement <laughs> statement about you not liking dumb. So, like, I mean, I know you like Nacho Libre. Uh, do you like the movie Hot Rod? Um, Hot Rod, Hot Rod has funny moments, 
but it has things that like I love saying I've been drinking green tea all day. Yeah. Um, but like it has it has those one liners. Minehorn didn't have any of those. Like I I mean you might be saying the the sh- the the shoes or whatever his quote was, but I mean I, I don't there's nothing for me to quote. There was there was no quotable moments. Actually, no, that's, no, no, no. I take that back. I take Go it ahead. back. When Clive got shot and the announcer said classic, I died. That was that was my only <laughs> laughing moment outside of Jeff. Whenever Jeff was on screen, I was laughing. But when he got shot, he goes, classic. I laughed. Yeah. Like, he, he was awesome announcing the whole thing. Dude, no, that whole that whole scene was awesome. When Clive gets run over by the car and he's a stunt man, and then he, he goes, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. <laughs> Dude, I just think you need to watch it again because there really is some brilliant moments. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I have to say one part that I thought was brilliant. Um, Meinhard, I forgot which part it was where he was getting ready, and there was a note on his mirror mm-hmm. that says, "Success is one percent per- preparation, ninety for ninety-five percent perspiration." Yeah, and I was like, "That's not even a hundred percent, man." <laughs> yeah. but, it, but it just made me laugh because I'm like, "Oh, that's who he is." Yeah. A lot of those jokes have been done before, and I, 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 you know, I, I feel like it's it's been done, but there was no way that made me feel like you know that this was for Minehorn. I really think I just had a problem with Minehorn because mm-hmm. I I liked a lot of when uh, Steve Coogan came on. I, I you know I was like oh hey there he is uh you know I liked a lot of the side characters. It it really sounds like I just didn't like Minehorn. <laughs> so it um. Well, so do you have, did you enjoy any, like, because Kevin hit on this, you know, like he said that it, it's a, it's an homage to, you know, this 80s male lead in these shows, whether it's a cop show or I, I used yeah. to love this show called The Fall Guy, which was about a stuntman yeah. um, mm-hmm. that like, I don't know, I don't even remember it that well, but he like got involved in, I don't know, he was a secret detective. I, I don't know what he did, but he was a stuntman. <laughs> Yeah, and a, and a private investigator, investigator played yeah. by Lee Majors. Yes, I can sing the theme song if y'all want later. Oh, that's, that's okay. a, it's a great theme song. I have it on, on <laughs> it a Spotify playlist. But um, oh boy, yeah. So it, it definitely like throws back to the to that time, even where these guys. I mean, they were like you know, for lack of a better term, like they were the man, you know. Yeah. So and I think that informs with with richard thorncroft like why he kind of is so full of himself but the fact that it's so ridiculous is what makes it so funny you know that he still thinks he's hot even though he's got like this massive (laughs) gut and he's bald he's wearing a wig but he doesn't realize that he's you know he's still stuck in that world um so it's it was really funny but i also like so you I was also I thought it was really moving, you know, so it turns out just to just to truly spoil it for everyone that the serial killer is not actually a serial killer, but uh, an adult male who's kind of in the mind of a nine year old because it's when his parents died and uh, he he was just obsessed with the show. And the whole time he's actually trying to um, reveal who the real killer is because he's the one that knows and so he ends up working with um, with Mindhorn to try to solve the the case. And then, you know, at the end when he sh- when he gets shot and like dies, 
and mine and minehorn he and minehorn are like having this moment and minehorn's like you know your parents will be proud of you i'm proud of you uh, i thought even that had a little bit of heart and emotion in it that that i appreciated why did they make him retarded i don't understand why they made him <laughs> retarded bro i don't so think he, he, was. Believe in he was just, he was just like um he like stopped maturing at at that age because of his trauma he, he, I, I guess, I guess, but I mean that that kind of I didn't find Melly funny. Uh, I it, I found him quite annoying, but you know I feel bad because I find him annoying because he's retarded. So am I someone that doesn't like someone who's retarded? No, I don't have any issues. But no, I it just it didn't. I was just wondering why they would choose to do that. I mean, it it didn't. Um, I, it was it was a weird choice for me. I, I didn't I didn't understand him. And I, I do want to clarify that you're you're not using that word um, to demean him or anything. I I think it's actually by definition he actually is retarded. Like his development yeah, was yeah. retarded. No, that's not a bad word. Yeah, it's just that a lot of people yeah. use it out of context. This yeah. is in context. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but I will say about about him, like I actually like connected with the character a lot. Because just because um, growing up, me and Ken, my brother, would always like stay home by ourselves. You know those latchkey kids, and like we'd watch again Fall, uh, Fall Guy, you know Simon Simon, all these other shows. And there was a part of me when I was younger who I, I wanted this to be real. You know what I mean? Because it was better than what we we had at the time. We're like, hey, I wish this was real. I wish I was going mm-hmm. on these adventures with the A team. Like, who wouldn't want to go in that van? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or or maybe one day I'll be driving and I'll see you know. Kit from Knight Rider, like, and as a kid, like, you know, with the forest parents, and my mom did a great job, but like, you just wanted these these heroes to be real so bad because like you didn't have that in your life, and I, I really like clicked with it. Of course, he's an adult who got stunted at that age, but mm-hmm. like I remember being that age and wanting these things to be so real. Well, and not only that, I mean, I think what what you're saying is 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 valid and true, especially I mean, it's your experience. But I think even without even without those circumstances, even just the fact that we were kids, you know, you're a little bit older than I am. But I still, you know, was a fan of because I watched a lot of TV when I was a kid. So I watched a lot of these like even I just. it, It was a time as a child when it wasn't so much that I wanted to them to be real as much as like i kind of just thought they were because i was so young you know like that that uh, illusion and that fantasy for me was yeah, i still didn't didn't know the reality of like well these are actors being paid and um that i remember when i was a kid like um i you know jean-claude van damme was actually like one of my, my favorite movie star when I was a kid and I loved Bloodsport and like a lot of his movies that he did. And I remember like when I first found out that like stunt doubles were a thing and that it wasn't them. And then I, in some of the movies, it was so obvious. Like I remember how angry and like frustrated I was that, that, that he wasn't an actual cop, you know, really chasing after these guys and motorcycles. Like, um, so there's like, well, sort of, it, it, it harps back to like that innocence of like, you know, um, yeah, getting swept up in in the in the fantasy, dude. That's that's almost as. Would you say that's almost as bad as finding out that Santa Claus wasn't real? <laughs> I was gonna uh, say that Santa Claus moment. 
Yeah, I mean, I never really believed in Santa Claus, so I, I that probably was my Santa Claus moment, you know, because yeah. like I, I honestly like it wasn't just that I admired, you know, some of these action guys. Like I actually I wanted to be them, <laughs> and it was definitely devastating when I, you know, you you could tell on the motorcycle it was a guy in a wig, you know, that was like supposed yeah. to. Um. So yeah, then oh. How about there's a the at the beginning like it's it's almost um almost in the opening montage where they're doing a thing about when he when he was like really popular when the show was like at its height and then he he went on this um on this talk show and you know he badmouthed you know like his co-star and everything but dude that 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 whole scene was like so low budget he's like on this talk show it's just him in front of a blue wall and a couch that's that's all they show in that shot and just fake applauses and they don't even show who's asking him the questions like, <laughs> it, it was a uh, gloriously low budget i thought that scene i i didn't really like the jenga scene um <laughs> i i knew it was coming a mile away cuz you know um no, I'm kidding. I had no idea it was coming. But huh. when he started doing it, I again there was no. I really, man, I got. I hated Minehorn. I just hated his character. I, like I think part of me, like when he was doing the jingle, I'm like, oh, this is all in his mind. This can't be real. And then it would cut because it was going slow, and then it would cut to them just watching him, and then yeah. it would cut back to him still going. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, it is real. I'm like, it was. It, it had me dying. I'm not gonna lie. I was yeah, dying. but it was so great. I think it was just he was so self-absorbed. It, I, there was no point where I was like, because at the beginning he's kind of. Would you say he's like a a, a scumbag, a jerk? Yeah, I, I I wouldn't. You wouldn't think so? No, because well, it, 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 in the flashbacks, I think he was a jerk, like to climb oh, yes, and to all yes, these people. Yes, yes, like I, th- I yeah. think he was very much a jerk. Yes, right. right. And what they said, like he, I guess some agent got a hold of him and promised him you know, a bunch of stuff in Hollywood. So he, yeah, yeah left the show, left his agent, left his, you know, f- go- girlfriend and everything. So yes, back in that time, yeah. Right. So, you know, you, you see this person and I mean, do you really think he learned anything from what happened? I think he yeah. ended up getting what he wanted, you know? So it's just knowing that this guy was a jerk to people and then he, he had a daughter. Still, but I, I don't know. I think uh, no, you did it. <laughs> I I don't know if I mean I see your point. Maybe it's not. It's not. It's not as um pronounced an arc as you see with other stories. Yeah. But I think there's shades of it because even before the film or the action of the film, you know that at some point he shortly after you know his things had fallen apart for him. He had written all those letters to um uh to to Pat. Patricia. Yeah, Patricia. Yeah. yeah, where he said he had explained, you know, why he left and, and there were a, a a lot of of letters. So I kind of saw it as But he never seemed like that type of guy that would do that. So I, it just came out of nowhere. Just so they can get back together. Mm, I guess for me it, it's that moment had to have happened at like it is like he's aware and that's of a really the, sweet thing to do he, he's not a sweet guy well I, I no i'm saying like what i empathize with i guess is that i think he's in in between of like knowing 
that this is his reality, you know, that he is a failed actor who's not really going to get any, any, any more, you know, small parts, but this is probably also all he knows and still kind of, you know, being in between, not really being able to fully accept that, I think to maybe by the end of it, you know, kind of, I I don't know, maybe hopefully seeing, seeing that. Cause I mean, I don't think there's any more major roles that are going to come around for him still. Um, Maybe he'll write a book about what happened or or whatever, but um, uh, I think it was not necessarily. Yeah. To your point, maybe not like this major redemptive arc, but just kind of there's, I think there's other redeeming qualities in there for me that I, I appreciated and and were enough for me to say, you know, I kind of didn't have the, um, animosity you know towards the character that you did i kind of saw him differently as as someone a little bit like to be pitied you know i I do see his cockiness and and whatnot at one point but i think even from the beginning when i mean he's you see how bald he is and how like out of shape he is and like he's wearing this um you know this uh gut gut um i forget what you call them um you know this thing to like suck in his gut that he also sold so it was like right off the bat i'm like okay this is clearly like a guy to be pitied and any sort of like confidence that he has or cockiness or whatever it's clearly like a survival or like defense mechanism to to you know he's he needs something to like keep going because he's got nothing yeah um kevin before i say because i got i got two things i want to say before i say anything do you want to jump in because you've been quiet i I feel like i'm talking over go 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 The one thing I would say I liked about him is mm-hmm. um, whether it's fake confidence or not, I thought he was very unashamedly himself. Mm, you know what I mean? He, even with, even when he, in the phone call, he's like, no, we're going to let it ring. We're going to let it ring. <laughs> All right, now he's like, oh, hello? <laughs> like, oh, he hung up. I'm like, oh, can we call him back? <laughs> but um, no, and it, and it sort of reminded me at one point, like when y'all were talking, like I was just picturing what y'all were talking about. Like mm-hmm. in a way, and again, it's not exactly, but like Austin Powers, like, it was just a character who yeah. was just himself, and, like, he just was himself, and he would just be in every situation, and it would mess things up because it, it wasn't the right way to behave. Yeah. But Austin Powers I mean, was a, a genuinely nice character. Yeah, yeah and again, I'm not, that's what I'm saying. It's not the same, but just about how much, how much they were just unashamedly themselves. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? And, mm. then, and, and then it did come to the point where, you know, he did, like, want to believe uh, the, the Kestrel. You know what I mean? And and when he died, he was gen- I do think that generally impacted his character. And he did want to, hey, let's let's clear this kid's name because he's not the one who's responsible for this murder. You mm-hmm. mean? And and that was a very selfless act because he could have left. He was he was getting ready to get on the plane. Yeah. So you didn't think the oh dude also the play doh stuff was so funny. First when she picks up the <laughs> <Fun>. phone, <laughs> it's plasticine, and then he gets so mad when the video is. <laughs> It's also Play-Doh. He flips out. But it's like, what are you expecting from a person that has the mind of a nine-year-old? Exactly. <laughs> and then that well, fake wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Truth um, powder. So I think that one of one of uh, a joke that was absolutely ruined by, by the movie itself is when Melly dies and you know, Minehorn gives this great pep talk and speech, and um, and then he, you know, he closes his eyes and he goes, "I'm Richard Thorncroft," 
and like he opens his eyes and closes again. That was funny because it's like, oh man, he died hearing Minehorn's or uh, yeah, Minehorn, oh, yeah. but yeah. now he died knowing that he's Richard Thorncock. So that was that was a funny joke. And then they root in the credits when they when they credit Melly, they say he survived, and I went, oh, so it wasn't. Oh, all right, so there goes that joke. Um, so that that really that really did bother me. I don't know why I did, but that was that was a good joke that they ruined themselves for some odd reason. We didn't need to know that he survived. It, it we've moved past like thinking about Nelly and oh man, I can't believe he died. Nobody thinks that. Well, at least I didn't think that. I uh, I didn't know that he survived. Yeah, it said a little cartoon credits. credits. Yeah, sending he survived, which I totally forgot to you mentioned right now, Mark. Because so. <laughs> I thought that was a good joke. Like I, you know, I, I, I was like, oh, that was a good joke, <clears throat> and then they ruined it. Um, the other thing that was a little jarring, and I guess this is what kind of <clears throat> maybe took me out of the movie, is that the jump from him um, having looking the way he is to them being bald and having a huge gut. Like it to me, it felt like he was he fell down and he was in a coma for like years, and and then he wakes up, and then he picks up where he you know had left off. But I I don't know how much time passed, but it was jarring to see him with no hair, and I was just like, wait a minute, I had to rewind it two or three times. I'm like, between the that dream, I guess I figured out as a dream scene, and then seeing that distorted face of who who's that face? Who's that supposed to be? Oh, was that the guy who killed? Um, who actually did the committed the crime? Maybe that's who it was. Remember <laughs> that dream sequence, dude? You're in the zone right now with yourself. I'm just trying. To <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, so, where are we going? You remember? You remember the dream sequence, right? And Which then uh, uh, when he's uh, when he, right after um, they catch Melly and he falls over, thud, and uh, oh, okay, okay, and he's like and in then, the hospital. Yeah, he's in the yeah. hospital. He's but he's with um, he's yeah. with Pat. Oh yeah, um, and she's interviewing him. And then yeah. she gets all on top of him, and that's uh, yeah, it's um, the the killer. Yeah, because he was on the TV, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that threw me off because then he opens his eyes and he's bald, and you know Jeffrey comes on screen. Luckily, uh, but yeah, so he's bald, and I was just like, wait a minute, was he in a coma? I don't understand. Why, why is he bald? So I, I think that threw me off. And then it, it became a shtick that, you know, he was bald. And I don't know. It, but he was it, bald at the beginning. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. When he was uh, in front of the mirror, that's the first yeah. shot where he's like trimming yeah. his mustache. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. And then when he um got to the island and he was making his way up to maybe the police state yeah to the police station the wind like knocked off his wig and he put it back on real quick his toupee oh so what i was what i was saying in the dream sequence when pat's all over him and she gets really close and she starts talking her face remember transforms into another face yeah and i didn't i didn't know who it was until right now i think that just dinged for me it was the guy that actually committed the crime it was his face yeah, I was trying to figure out, I'm like, who the hell's face is that? Am but I that's what I'm saying. Do you know why it was his face? Because he was the one that actually um, committed the crime, right? No, because he was on the TV in the hospital room. Oh, you, didn't, okay. you didn't know yet that he was the killer. but um, So it was like, you ever had one of those moments oh, where like, yeah. you're, you're still asleep, but um, the yeah. TV is on or something. Yeah. So like that turns up in your dream. 
that simple. that's what had happened. Okay, um, I didn't pick up on that. So, but that um, whole sequence is very weird. The way it just you know transitioned like that. Um, it took me a second too. It definitely took me a second because I was like, "Whoa, why?" Because he also like <laughs> he it's his face, but like in in Pat's in like a wig. Yeah. 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 So it it also like messes with your mind a little bit, but they they I think the next shot is like of the of him talking on the TV. I believe so. Um, and, but see, it was so far away from his face that I couldn't really put the two together. Um, but now that you know, I'm thinking about it. That's who it was. Sorry, I'm gonna get off my train now. I just went. went my, no, no, my no. We 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 caught up. We yes. caught up. Yeah, you choo, were. Choo. You guys were confused when I was describing the dream. I didn't know you were talking to us when you said that. I was like, "Is he still going?" That was like an inside-outside thing. I was talking in my head, but like talking to you guys too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, oh, overall, though, I mean, I've never. I don't know that I've ever seen Julian Barrett in anything else before, um, and it looks like. He also co-wrote the screenplay, so I don't know if he's like really famous in England. I'm assuming, but oh, I would definitely uh, watch more of his stuff. I think he's a good actor. Came up with a good character and uh, good good English writing. Um, so yeah. <clears throat> oh, that's and, interesting. And- no, I just looked him up, and he was in a show called The Mighty Boosh. Yeah, which um, which I've heard a lot about. <clears throat> so I'm that's that was interesting. Sorry. Yeah, he used to you used to say something with the like Mighty Boosh. Boosh. I used to say Boosh. No, I used to say Boosh. like you know he hit it Boosh. That's where I got it from when I heard it from there. But yeah, oh, interesting. <clears throat> so there there is a a difference between a wig and a toupee. Yes, um, I did not know that. Explain. Yeah. Well, a, a wig, I believe, and this is why I'm looking at the official definition. A wig, a wig is that fully covers your whole like head and everything. Like, like uh, females wear wigs. So a toupee is a piece that that'll cover like a bald, a balding spot and whatnot. Oh, that's like the uh, the head rug. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. See, uh, it's a small wig or quote unquote wig or artificial hair piece worn to cover just a bald spot. <clears throat> I suppose so a wig would cover the whole head. Yeah. Okay. All right, that's good. You to learn know. it. You learn something today. Yeah. I learned something. Hopefully, someone else listening will learn something. But um, all right. I guess uh, it sounds like um, unless there's any any final thoughts, I think we can go into our reviews or ratings rather. <laughs> I've got. I'm, I, I'm fresh out. <laughs> So, uh, Juan, you going to go first? Sure. Um, so, yeah, like I said, I definitely enjoyed it. I agree with Mark that it definitely is a dumb comedy, but I have been known to enjoy those when they're done well. Um, again, I, I love Hot Rod and, um, and, if, and others along those lines. So, um, yeah, I'm glad that I, that I you know, took the time to watch this again um pay, pay more attention this time that i wasn't asleep um enjoy the character uh enjoy the plot and the arc and um the writing um 
I mean, I hope Clive at some point gets his own standalone movie because that dude, that dude was brilliant and hilarious. Um, so yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I liked it. I, let's see, I'm going to go, it's, um, you know, a two is a meh, so it's definitely more than a two for me, but you know, we only go up to three. So, you know, this is where our ratings get, get tough. I'm going to go with a 2.25. Definitely mm-hmm. not the funniest movie I've ever seen, but um, it, I, I even as I think back, I it makes me want to watch it again. So this is definitely probably one that I will watch again and um, that I enjoyed and that I would recommend. You know, if you um, have an hour and a half to watch a, a dumb British comedy uh, and you remember you know these types of 80s characters you'll probably enjoy it and appreciate it well well spoken my friend well spoken so i'm gonna go next um i i love the movie i enjoy the performances i would definitely watch it again i would recommend it to people to watch i'd be like hey do you want to watch this movie can i come over and watch it with you um, it was fun. It wasn't. I. It was. I didn't have to invest too much into it. I was entertained. It was like I said. It was about an hour and a half or so. It got to the point. Um, yeah. So for me, it was. It's going to be a three because it, it marks every little criteria I want. Don't, don't you wait? Are you my my, my three? Hold I just on. got kicked in the stomach. I wasn't expecting I'll say it. it. I'll say it again. I'm. I'm. And I'll. I'll I'll be honest, I'm not used to being on this side with Juan, because usually it's me and Mark agreeing and Juan not. But I like it. I, I like it, Juan. I like it on this side of the fence. Um, but yeah, but it's a, again, it's, it, it knocks off everything that I, I wish I had this as a DVD or Blu-ray in my collection. So if I ever bust those things out again, I, I could own it. So there you go. Did you watch this one with the girls? Oh, no. Because <laughs> I, I I didn't watch with the girls because I didn't know what it was going to. to it said TVMA or something. Oh, so yeah. oh, and yeah. since it was since it was British, I didn't know if they were going to get sexual or something. Like, uh, I'll watch it first. I wonder why you think that was because of the drugs. Because there was no mm. nudity or any. There was no well, sex or nudity. They killed people. Um, That's probably why. That's probably that why. Those those Brits are sensitive. They don't even uh, they don't even have guns in that country. The cops. Don't. Yeah. No, but mm. I don't think it was. It wasn't gory, but I think the fact that you know, when, when they shot, they shot what's his name, Jeff. Didn't they shoot Jeff? Yeah, yeah, Jeff. Yeah, killed. Yeah, like they're just like a plot. I'm like, it doesn't have to be gory. It's just the showing killing. So I think that's why I got the. Again, I have no problem rewatching this with the girls. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I, I didn't watch it with them initially. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's mind blowing to me. I mean, I, I could definitely see an R, but an M A. That's weird. Uh, I'm going to give this uh, one little Jerry for the amount of times I plan on watching this and um, I I think you know what Kevin you gave a great suggestion on what you should go see instead of Mindhorn go watch Austin Powers there's a bunch of great movies to pick from and they're all better than this movie it's um, yeah there was nothing likable about the main character I guess if you're going to if you're at gunpoint and you're being forced to watch this by Juan and Kevin, then sure, um, you know, you'll enjoy the side characters. But Minehorn, the character, and Richard 
Thorncroft, not enjoyable. Um, it just it, it it was a bore to watch, and I think there's much better out there for your wonderful time that is oh so valuable. Mark, be honest. No, no, no. Be honest. Oh, be honest you. with the people. Yeah, you you just don't like British people. Um. Do you have any British friends? <laughs> Damn, you got me there. I don't actually. <laughs> I don't, and that is my fault because I have missed opportunities. You bigoted bastard. That's yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, I'm sticking the, by my review, though. So I, I knew that was coming when I saw you earlier. By the way, a rating. Wait, uh, I don't want to talk about. It. I want to save it for later. I'm like, oh man, this is gonna be good. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, no, yeah, no, please. I'm going to actually just go watch. I'm going to watch Awesome Powers to hopefully delete this brain from my movie. My brain from my movie. <laughs> oh, boy. It's, <laughs> it's time to go. You gotta love it. Oh, man. And with that, right. I'm, <laughs> I'm out of here. Well, listen, the, I'm, I'm very satisfied that Kevin gave it a three. That's uh. Yeah, Kevin's right. We 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 rarely agree, which is, is still surprising to me. Yeah, but um, I bet you Kevin will say that to my face next time he sees me. But those are <laughs> those are facts. So, all right. Well, I, I, I will say I I appreciated your rewatching because I would have been on this island alone and I would have been <laughs> fighting y'all. Yeah, for real, for real. Um. All right. Well, uh, I I uh, thank you, gentlemen, for your for your thoughts, for it's your time, for your uh, energy, your friendship, your vitality, um, your yeah. Anyway, mm. <clears throat> um, yeah. Till till next time. It we have uh, Kevin's selection up next. Um, that that could be a mixed bag. We'll see. <laughs> Baggy cats, baby. <laughs> we'll see what comes out of that. But uh, no doubt we will be right here in the same place, ready to go to linguistic. No, that's not right. Just verbal, verbal uh, battle about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, Iron Eagle out. Love you.